0: This is What Do I Know About Actual Play. My name is Jared Rasher. You can find my blog at whatdoiknowjr.com. Today, we are playing the solo RPG Ironsworn, which you can find at ironsworn.com. Hello, this is What Do I Know About Actual Play. Um, today, I'm going to be doing another solo run of Iron one thing that I'm going to be doing a little bit differently, I'm not recording the video of this because video of me sitting talking to myself is not nearly compelling as one might think, and I can just record the audio for the podcast only version of what do i know about actual play my name is jared rasher and as i said before we'll be playing through a solo run of ironsworn this is the second session that i am using here we are going to be uh, following the adventures of rasa who was my character that i made last time last time around if you missed it rasa saved yule for a village by restoring their sacred reindeer skull that would hold off the spirits of the winter but in the Interim, he managed to get a giant frostbite uh uh handprint on his face as a permanent scar. And he has a pet wyvern that is just now starting to warm up to him. And in the course of retrieving this reindeer skull, he picked up a few other oaths that he will be fulfilling. Um in one case he's going to be returning a sorcerer to another uh larger town, and he is also trying to find the heir to the wise woman in this town. So that she can teach that person to follow in her footsteps and watch over the town from a distance. And the last thing that he has sworn to do is just a little thing of... Saving the world from a massive apocalypse caused by the sorcerer's tampering with various magical artifacts. Two of these situations, the um, the air and the artifacts, I have no real background on. So before I can even start with them, I'm going to have to gather some information. And we're going to start this. Rasa stayed in the village long enough to celebrate Yule, but he's not especially celebratory. He's been spending most of his time with the wyvern, feeding it. It's been warming up to him, but... The way the, the first quest went has really made him a lot more introspective. He spent a lot of time with the Wise Woman and became friends with her. He has bonded with the people in this town, but he doesn't open up to them. And part of that is because he feels like he thought that being an iron sworn and completing these quests was going to be different than it was. And he took on a lot right off the bat. He basically saw the enormity of some of the things that he was running across and has really thought that this may not be as fulfilling as he initially thought. Not that he, he is sworn to do it. He's never going to waver from that path. It's just now it almost is starting to feel more like a curse to him than him being able to go out and make the world a better place. He's not sure that he will make the world a better place. He's just sure he needs to keep doing it. And that is almost more of a fatalistic view than he initially had. We really, in a short amount of time, he went from being an optimistic youth to, and being enthusiastic about what he was doing to being very serious about his calling. And so after the Yule is uh, celebrated, and the proper ritual is performed around the reindeer skull, and the, uh, the hungry uh, dead do not come into town to sap the warmth from the people in town, he says goodbye to a large number of the people that he has been uh, interacting with, and he sets off with his pet wyvern and the sorcerer in tow, and they're going to the next town the um, delivering the warlock to justice is a troublesome quest so that means it's going to be a little easier to come so our first step in this he is going to start traveling the distance here and so we're going to undertake a if you haven't heard this before um, iron sworn not to recap the rules in every session but iron sworn basically you have a stat you have a d6 and you add that number to the stat and you roll 2d10 and that sets you difficult. If your six plus your, your D6 plus your stat is higher than one number, you get a weak hit. If it's bigger than both numbers, you get a strong hit. If it's not bigger than either of them, you fail to get a hit, and there's different consequences for each of those uh, situations. And you track how well you're doing things with various um, progress tracks. Most of the progress tracks are uh, 10 boxes long but depending on how difficult they are to complete you may uh, mark a whole box you may mark a partial box so that it, it stays a standard of 10 but how often you make a tick to fill in the full box varies depending on how difficult the uh the particular situation. In this case, Troublesome we will be taking off two boxes every time we're actually successful about something. So um, what we're going to do first off is we're just going to set off down the road. So we're undertaking a journey to the next town. The town I'm picturing is a fairly decent distance away. And the other thing that I've thought of about this, the reason that they tasked me with taking the sorcerer there is that the people in this region don't always assume that evil warlocks or sorcerers are themselves evil they do believe that since they're dealing with magic they might have been tainted by some evil spirit so in this town there is an exorcist that is going to be able to proclaim whether or not this warlock is doing things of his own accord or whether there is a spirit that is influencing so we're taking him there so that the people can Essentially, they're seeing this as being merciful. If they can remove the spirit's influence, there's no need to punish the person who just dabbled in the wrong magic. And as long as they can get him to swear never to dabble in magic again, everything's fine. So that is the reason that I am taking this uh, warlock to the next town. So as we are undertaking this... I rolled... um, So to undertake a journey... um, To undertake a journey, we are going to be rolling plus wits. So my wits is three, and I rolled a three. That means... I got a six total, but my challenge dice were a six and a nine. Since I didn't roll over either one of them, we're going to start off this journey on a rough footing. So let's see what happens. On a weak hit, you reach the waypoint and mark progress for a negative... Sorry, it wasn't even... On a miss, you are waylaid by a perilous to pay the price. So we're going to go to the pay the price move and see what happens there. Alright, so. You suffer the outcome most obvious. envision negative outcome. I'm going to roll on the table just to get an idea and if we don't like it and it doesn't fit with the story we're telling, we'll do something different. So that is a 67. So 67, it is harmful. I am going to say, since this is winter, we set out and we didn't think that there was going to be any... Um, it was going to be cold, but we didn't think there was going to be any terrible... Um, bad weather, but unfortunately there is. And I'm trying to keep the wyvern warm, I'm trying to keep the warlock bound up, but still cared for, because he may be proclaimed innocent and just possessed by an evil spirit, and a blizzard blows up, and it is cold, and it is harsh, and it's causing lots of harm. So, um, we're going to endure harm, to roll plus health, or plus iron. Um, my health is currently at two. <laughs> That's right. I didn't recover much while I was in town. So I'm not in the best of shape still. Um, So since my health is still at two, uh, we're going to roll plus iron. So my iron is a three. So that gives me an eight there. And we got a six and an eight on the challenge dice. That means that I got a weak hit, which is good. I don't really want to die out here. So let's look at this. Endure harm on a weak hit you press on. So I don't on a strong hit you basically you know plow through you take an amount of damage that makes sense of the situation i'm going to say for this blizzard we're not in combat i'm going to take i'm going to move my my health down one so there aren't any other complications other than that um i'm not looking so good i am worn out i am physically you know not at my peak and this cold and the blizzard blowing up and me needing to keep everyone alive has just not helped any at all. We've made no progress so we're going to attempt to make this journey some more because the blizzard blew us off track. We got a little bit lost so let's try this again. Um, so, So we are going to roll plus wits again. Wow that's a five. I hope I roll low on these challenge dice. Five and a one so at least I got a weak hit. We're going to be making some progress here, but I'm having a hard time of it. And it makes sense because I had a hard time of it in the last adventure and I didn't get fully rested up in town. So it makes sense that this is going to be a hard situation, even though this is not the most in-depth vow that I've taken. This is only a troublesome vow. So, um, on a weak hit, you reach your waypoint and mark progress. But suffer. Negative one supply. And I'm going to say this town isn't too far away. So our waypoint, all we needed to do was get here to this town. Um, So we're going to move my supply down one, which my supply is not doing well. And this vow is going to get filled in. So we've made progress on that. It's a troublesome vow. So we marked three progress. So I could attempt to say, all right, I delivered him. Here we go. Roll the challenge dice to see if both of them or one of them was below a three and that would fulfill this vow but i'm not quite ready to make that take that kind of chance yet i want to see this through i'm going to ask around town and i need to ask around town for my other quests anyway so that's not how we're going to attempt to wrap this up but before we even get into town i'm going to forage a little bit because my supplies are running low so we're going to make camp before we go into town so make camp is, um, you rest and recover for several hours in the roll plus supply. Ooh, this is going to be rough because my supply is already going down. Um, no. So, forgive me. I keep doing this. I'm going to get super used to these moves the more I do this, but every so often I get off track on which moves I'm actually... Um, in this case, I am actually... I am actually to resupply. I apologize. I will get these moves down in my brain event without rereading them. So I'm going to stop and forage a little bit before we go in. We are going to roll plus wits on this one. So that's a five on my wits roll and a one and a two. Goodness we finally got a strong hit. I think what's happening here is Rasa after the blizzard after the travel he's he's actually relieved to just do something like hunting and trapping. So he sets up a few traps to uh catch some uh catch some food and he starts scavenging around and he's using some of the knowledge that the wise woman taught him which actually makes him feel a little bit better about the situation and it's starting to ground him a little so he's a little bit more calm and that's why this situation turned out much better for him. so um on a strong hand uh you bolster your resources take plus two supply that's good That moved me back up to three supply, which is going to be a really good thing for me since I was down to one. And I think now that I've bolstered my supplies, now we're going to make camp. Now I'm going to try and relax a little bit before we head into town. I'm feeling a little bit more grounded having done this hunting and trapping and provided for the wyvern and myself. And also that reminds me um undertake a journey, score a hit negative ones ah yeah my wyvern basically now he is providing a benefit and that benefit is that he can make me feel more focused when i'm taking care of him so when we undertake a journey i can subtract one supply to um give myself momentum And I think I might do that now before we make camp. I'm going to, um, I am going to suffer negative one supply in exchange for two momentum. So we're going to move my momentum up to four and we're going to move the supply down. So we're back to plus two. And I think basically it's just what I was saying. I, I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm feeling like part of what was, um, bothering Rasa was he was feeling like, he is almost doomed to make these vows and complete them and they wouldn't do any good. And he's seeing the wyvern being happy. He's feeling a little bit better about the things that he's doing. He's even, to a certain extent, with keeping the sorcerer alive, he's kind of feeling like maybe this is an innocent man and maybe there is an evil spirit in him and maybe he will be helping this person. So he's starting to sort of see that maybe what he's doing will make a difference again and that's making him feel a little bit better. So um, now we're going to make camp. And we're going to roll plus supply, which is only plus two, but it's not terrible. Um, so that gives me a seven. And the challenge dice both came up three. So that's good. Um, Rasa is definitely feeling better. In fact, he's thinking, you know, maybe being out in the wilderness and traveling, even with the snowstorm, it's just helping him center himself a little, a little bit more. So, uh, strong hit on a strong hit, you and your allies, we hit you. So, uh I think we're definitely going to move my health up. Yeah, I'm going to move. Um, I'm going to move my health up too because I can. I can spend one supply and add my health up by one, and I can just move my health up by one. So supply is back down to one, but my health is back up to. Th- so Rasa's starting to recuperate a little bit from his injuries, especially that really nasty circumstance where this warlock touched his face and burned a handprint into his face permanently um so you know is starting to feel a little bit more himself maybe maybe the physical injuries were part of what was making him a little bit more cynical about his travel so this entire time i'm going to say he's been talking to the warlock he's been trying to get him to say things he's he's been interested enough to try and see if there's any clue that this warlock may not actually be um malevolent himself And the warlock has been completely silent this entire journey. No matter what he says to him, he says nothing. He will eat when Rasa hands him food, but he's been saying absolutely nothing. There's nothing that Rasa can read on him. So Rasa is remaining. He's taking that as a good sign. Um, but we will see when we get into town. So, um, Rasa gets into town, finally, after making camp and hunting and keeping them alive in the blizzard, he comes into town and he starts asking around about this exorcist. This is a bigger town than the uh, village that he just saved. Not a huge place, obviously. Most of the places in the north are not large, but this is large enough that, uh, you don't see everyone in the, in the, uh, dwelling within the first few minutes of arriving. So, he's going to ask around a little bit, so we're going to say um gather information is going to be my next check towards uh completing this vow. And when you search an area, ask questions or conduct investigation, uh roll plus wits. I don't have a bond with anyone in this town, so I don't get a bonus here. I might stick around long enough to make a bond. We'll find out in a in a little bit, but So that is three. My wits are three, so that brings me up to six. And my challenge dice were a two and a one. So once again, we get a strong hit. I come into town, I start asking around, and the people in this town, I'm going to say that um, part of why this was a strong hit is that there were some uh, traders that had moved from the village that I was helping ahead of me. And they had already spread word of what I had done a little bit. So there's already people that are interested in hearing my stories and talking with me because I've become semi-famous in this small section of the world. And that's why I got this strong hit. People are coming up to me asking me about, you know, delving into these uh, haunted this haunted crypt and, and dealing with this uh, dangerous uh, warlock. And um, they tell me where the, where the exorcist is at. So we, on a strong hit... Discover something helpful and specific. Envision what you and take two momentum, so that's going to move us up to six. And um, also, now that I uh, have done that, I'm going to mark off more of my progress because I was successful in asking around. That means my progress it's up to up to six. There's a chance I could complete this valve. Just drop them off at the uh, exorcist and say, "Here you go," and take off. But Six is still making me a little nervous. I still want to kind of hedge my bets a little bit more and take another action towards completing this vow before I attempt to complete it. So I'm going to go to the exorcist and um, I'm going to ask him what needs to be done. And when I arrive at the exorcist, he looks at me and he says that since I have been touched by this warlock, the only way to properly properly perform the ceremony is for me to be present and for me to participate because some of his magic has scarred me so that means um i'm basically how i'm going to frame this is part of the ritual is going to be for me to face danger as part of this as he draws upon my contact to see if there is an evil spirit that is guiding or twisting so um we're going to make the face danger roll. face danger um Face danger is a move that has a different stat associated with it, depending on how you are facing that danger. Um, so, facing out speed, agility, or precision is edge. Charm loyalty or courage is heart. Aggressive action, force of defense, plus eye stealth, expertise, insight, or observation. I am thinking this is going to be courage, because there's going to be supernatural things, and I'm going to need to face them down. Um, there's not much I can do to fight it. Um, there's not much that, uh, yeah I can't really trick the supernatural energies swirling around me. I just have to stand, excuse me. I just have to stand steadfast. So I'm gonna say that I will be uh, facing danger with courage. So for courage, it's going to be plus heart. Thankfully, heart is my highest stat. That's that's a four. So I rolled a nine on that. Let's see what the challenge dice. Two and five. So I get a strong hit uh, facing danger. I am successful. I take one momentum. So that brings my momentum up to seven. And we're going to say that that brings me up to nine on this uh, on this track. I think we're going to try and um, we're going to fulfill my vow first before we talk about exactly how that ritual went. Because that's going to flavor this. If there's like some little kicker that I have to do at the end, I don't want to uh, close off the narrative with. So let's see how my Fulfill My Val goes. Uh, so we're going to roll these two against the progress track. So my challenge dice were seven and three. And I've completed nine boxes of this quest. So um, that means that we are going to... Um, this actually worked. This is this is fulfilling my quest. Everyone knows that I have fulfilled my vow. The word will spread that I am honorable and I have done this thing. And So, um, when I fulfill my vow, on a strong hit, your quest is complete. Mark experience. Yay, experience. I have two XP that I have not spent yet. So, since it was only a troublesome quest, I only get one XP. But that's okay, because I'm happy to have done this. And I'm going to say that the supernatural energies, the exorcist pulls... Some of the, uh, the clinging magic from me. And it is bracing. It is like feeling a cold wind blowing through my internal organs instead of, you know, externally. And it chills me to the bone, but I stand steadfast as he is pulling this energy out of me. And essentially the energy is coming out of me and going through the uh, Morlock. And going into a, a special vessel that the uh, Exorcist has prepared. And um, this vessel... Um, as it's pulling this energy from the warlock, there's only a little bit of energy that has come through. And I'm going to basically say that that's because there is no creature within this man. This was entirely the, uh, warlock's doing. He was dabbling with magic that he shouldn't be dabbling with, but no evil spirits were guiding him. Or at least not, uh, in a sense that they were possessing or controlling him. So he will be judged for his own actions in this town, but we have completed the, um, the ritual. And justice will be done according to whatever the town people have decided should be the consequence for him stealing the skull to their northern neighbor. So we have completed that quest. It is done. So now I'm in town. I have only spent a few hours in this town. So I do want to ask around if anyone has seen the wise woman's descendants in this area. She hasn't seen her family in a long time and she needs somebody to... um, to carry on for her. So I'm going to start asking around about this and see if anybody's heard. So we're going to go back to gather information and uh, we're going to roll plus wits. So with my wits of three, that gives me a seven, and my challenge dice came up, ooh, 10 and 4. So I get a weak hit. I'm asking around town, looking for her relatives. Um, Some people in town have heard of her, but they don't know exactly who she is. Um, And on a weak hit, the complicates your quest, introduces a new danger. Envision what danger, and take plus one momentum. So my momentum is up to eight. (laughs) And if you haven't heard me explain this in the previous episode, um, you can use momentum to to cancel out one of the dice that is um, lower than your momentum. So that means um, at some point when I really want a strong hit or if I'm desperately needing even a weak hit, I can spend that momentum, reset it to two and cancel out a die. And then I will be able to uh, successfully uh, take out one of the uh, challenge dice. So right now my momentum is at eight. That's pretty good. The most you can get is 10, obviously, because then you're canceling out a 10 for your character. Um, I'm going to say, since we found out there is this that um and let's see that is that was a danger two so i have moved two towards completing but before i reach my next milestone i have to envision something dangerous to uh and i'm going to say that there's a person in town that they aren't this heir but they were close with the family but they recently went missing and so i'm going to have to hunt in the woods and find out what happened to this person i am already envisioning that there's probably something that has taken them captive and so we're going to have a bit of a fight because i do want to get a fight in here soon but first i'm going to have to find their trail so i have found out about this this person i need to find their trail and to find out why they have not come back into so um tracking is also a form of gather information so i'm going to make another um plus wits roll And that is a six. And that's a four and an eight. I don't know that I need a strong hit bad enough to spend my momentum yet, so I'm going to go with that weak hit. So on a weak hit, information complicates your quest or introduces a new danger. Um, Ooh, so I have two dangers. And I think this danger, I'm just going to face the weather again. We've had the storm blowing in and it circled back around and I'm going to have to deal with that one. So, all right, so we're going to face danger. Um, As I'm making, uh, I, I think I have a strong hit on this trail this person has only been gone since the last storm but before i reach that final point where i narrow down exactly where they're at another storm blows up Uh am facing roll plus iron because that's the stat that you use for endurance i'm going to say since this is a cold bracing storm that's potentially going to get me lost and freeze me to the bone again we're going to roll plus iron three and my iron is three so that brings me to a six both my challenge dice are a seven Um, i think we're going to say you are dispirited endure stress because i think this is a situation where i started being uh, optimistic again and then the storm blows up it doesn't harm me but it frustrates me uh, i thought this was going to be a simple thing where i just find this person and send them back to this town this was going to be another oath that i could fulfill that was a net good and was simple to to figure out and now the storm has blown up and it's complicated things so i'm going to move my spirit down one and concurrent to my spirit endorsed so i'm rolling plus spirit or plus heart my spirit is down to one my heart is four, so we're gonna roll with heart. I got 10 on that. So that is a five and a one. So as a strong hit to uh, endure strike. When you face mental shock or despair, suffer spirit equal to your foe's rank or as appropriate to the situation. The other move told me to suffer one. And uh, strong him shake it off. Your spirit is greater than suffer a negative one momentum, and a one spirit. Um, you know what? I think I'm gonna do that. We're going to move my momentum down to seven, and my spirit is going to go. Back up to, and basically, what I am envisioning here is that Rasa starts to fall back into that same malaise that he was in, and you know, thinking that he's just doomed to complete these quests and they won't do any good, and it's his lot in life, and he basically steals himself and tells himself to stop thinking that way. And it's not working at first, but the Wyvern kind of like uh, sidles up next to him. And in a, in a way, the wyvern starting to warm up to him is his way of seeing that the world, like this wyvern for a long time was just, he saved it when it was injured, but it was still very wary of him. And now that it's warming up to him and seems to actually like him, he is seeing that the the world can change, even if it only changes in small places. So um, yeah, he takes a few moments. It slows down. it, It loses some of his momentum, but it restores his spirit. He's now ready to keep going. And in large part because the, uh, the the Wyvern is his companion and he's really glad to have him here even if the thing mainly just eats his food. So um, we've managed to suffer all of that but we've only made two progress and now we really need to find this. Um, so on a weak hit, I don't not get the information. So I still managed to find the trail and the storm blew up but it was a lot quicker than I expected. It just was enough to trigger that sort of... Uh, Introspective moment, and after about an hour or so, I still managed to find some area that was sheltered from the winds, where the tracks still lead off, and I pick them up and follow them. And as I pick them up and follow them, uh, we are do yeah. Before we um, we finish this up, I have been noticing that as I'm I am kind of calm in the wilderness, I feel better, and part of that is I'm flavoring that with my berserker and improviser uh, traits that I picked up, and so I like being out in the wilderness more than I like town. I don't hate towns, but I'm just, I'm more myself out in the wilderness. So, um, yeah. I am going to resupply a little bit before we move this plus wits. That's a nine. My challenge dice are seven and a six, so that's a strong hit. So once again, I center myself, I start scavenging a little bit. Supply moves me back up to three, and then we're gonna make camp. We're basically... We're being ultra careful on this journey. We're going to make sure that everything is ready to go by the time we find whatever might be keeping this person from coming back to town. So now we're going to make and that is going to be a roll against supply and my supply is up to three. That is only a five and my challenge dice are two and eight. So I got a weak hit. I think we're going to take the recuperate and move my health up again because I am seeing a fight you know coming up potentially there might be something i physically need to endure so that's going to be the uh the one that i move up so my health is back to plus four so that's good slowly starting to uh get my strength back and now that i've done that um hmm. yeah i think it's time to just um actually face the uh the danger that this person uh that it's keeping them from coming back let's look up what a good need to all right so the danger that i think we're going to be a varu and varu are human wild and woods of the features are fierce and weak so they are basically wolf humanoids and they don't live in the towns or interact with i don't want to treat this as oh this is a monster therefore it's okay to kill it but i do think that because it is a different culture than the people in the town there's enough of a misunderstanding that this varu may have been uh hunting this person in town because they saw them as a threat so the uh Davaru has kidnapped this person while they were out, and I'm going to say that because this is the um, this is the wise woman's relative, they also have you know it is a family trait that they are doing some herbalism lore, so they wanted to get some of the uh, the last minute. Uh, herbs and mushrooms that were out in the forest before the uh, snow completely made them in and while they were out here i'm going to say um the varu have a situation like certain things that they have to do to uh, show their place in their clan and i'm going to say they were also um i'm going to say that one of these plants that um, the relative was looking for is something that the local varu that it's sacred nobody cultivates this plant this time of year um, because it has limited yields on, and therefore they saw this person as violating their territory this thing needs to be kept safe until the spring and they were potentially going to harvest something from it so they have to be dealt with now and they haven't harmed them but they are um this particular varu is getting ready to take them back to their tribe in order to judge this person, and I am going to dissuade them from it. I manage to follow these tracks. The wyvern alerts me to the fact that somebody else is out here, and I come up to the camp and I see the varu and the uh, the, uh, the young. I'm going to say it's a younger man that is um, that has been taken captive, and I'm going to say the varu is a woman, and she has her uh, her curved dagger that the uh, varu are given upon adulthood. And I'm going to say that even though I wasn't surprised um, that it doesn't take long for me to be looking for her before she smells me in the wyvern. So neither one of us is going to be surprised. She's going to pick up her dagger and go into a defensive stance and sees me definitely as a threat. So we're going to have to do something... Potentially combat-related before we were. So we are going to fray. You enter the fray, set the rank. So my foe in this case is danger, which means they inflict two harm whenever they harm me, and I inflict uh, two progress per harm that I do them. Because I am using these these uh, fighting knives that I have with me, um, they're long fighting knives that are almost like short swords. I actually um, inflict two harm every time I harm someone, which means in most circumstances, everything being equal, I will be filling out four progress bars on her uh, per, per attack. So that means if I hit her twice, we'll have eight out of 10 uh, boxes. So we will see how this actually uh, progresses and what actually happens in the combat man. So we're going to enter the fray. Combat. I determine who is in, facing off against her foe, roll plus heart. So that is a nine and the challenge dice are eight and four that is a strong hit we see each other but i get a str- i get plus two momentum wow that takes me up to nine and i have the if you haven't listened to the other uh, podcasts and you're not familiar with iron sworn initiative is not the order in which people act in this game initiative means that you have a more aggressive stance in combat when you don't have the initiative you don't do as much damage and most of your options are more defensive And when you have initiative, you have a little bit more aggressive and proactive moves. So it's more a matter of what moves that you are using in combat than whether you're going first. So when you have initiative and attacking... So yeah, I am definitely... We both see each other. She picks up the knife. I draw my knives and we charge at each other. And I don't really want to kill her, but I do need to keep this person safe. So yeah, I charge in there and I am going to... So that is a three plus iron is three. So that gives me a six and my challenge dice were five and a 10. So I got a weak hit. I charge her. She grabs her knife. She lunges at me on a weak hit inflict harm and lose it. So this makes sense. Um, I charge in wildly and I manage to roll out of the direction of her knife. I dodge under her bite and I quickly uh, slash at her midsection and stab her in the leg and then roll off to the side but now she's angered and she has a surge of adrenaline so she has the initiative and I'm going to mark four damage on her track and now let's see how this combat keeps going I scurry out of her reach and she bares her teeth she's not very happy Your foe, ha- foe has the clash mufo has the also the it, there's a little bit of a difference in how it's resolved so we're going to roll that clash now and see what happens. So that is a 5 plus iron. So that's 8. And I get a 5 and a 1. So that is a strong hit. Flash. A strong hit. Inflict your harm. Um, I take back the initiative. So she lunges at me, but she's a little bit too quick to land. Uh, I think I'm going to inflict an extra harm. She dives at me, but she overreaches. And I spin around behind her and literally stab her in the back. I am not, I'm not a super honorable duelist here. I want to make sure this person is safe. So I sink these knives into her shoulder blades and then roll away from her after she passes by me. And that brings me to 9 out of 10 on her track, which means I am probably going to roll to see how we end this fight. Um, So... I mentioned this in the other audio but if you haven't heard that one um what you um whenever you have these progress tracks you can attempt to end something what at whatever point you want to but you roll your challenge dice against the progress that you've already made so in other words if you barely have any progress you can gamble that you will be able to fulfill your vow after doing a simple thing or that you can end a fight after hitting someone once but if you only have uh say, four boxes filled in, there's a good chance that both of your challenge dice are going to tell you that this resolved badly. So you probably want to try and fill up your progress boxes as much as possible before you attempt to resolve. So I have nine out of ten, so I'm going to move towards uh, resolving this fight. We're rolling both of my challenge dice. We get a three and a ten. Which is going to be a weak So end the fight. And you make a move to take decisive action for a strong hit. On a weak hit. A strong hit. This is your kill out of action. On a weak hit is above, but I think we're going to um we're gonna endure harm because she definitely should get a shot in before this fight is over. And also I think the way I want this to end is I don't want to kill her. I just want to drive her off. So I'm thinking, you know, even with me stabbing her in the shoulder blade, um, it mainly hits the shoulder blade and bounces off, but it's extremely painful, and it's showing her that I'm able to maneuver around her, and she doesn't like that. So I'm going to say she takes one last lunge at me before she takes off into the woods. And so with Endure Harm, she does uh, two harm, so I will move my health down two. So that brings me back down to two we'll see how this endure hearts um roll your health uh health or iron whichever is higher so right now my health is two and my iron is so we'll roll plus iron it gives me a five and my challenge dice are a nine and a weak hit um i press on so other than moving my health down i don't take any additional um penalties so um i'm going to say as she 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 After I stab her in the back, she is concerned about me. She whirls back around, and she lunges at me with her teeth, but as I roll away from the teeth, she slashes me with the knife, and then changes direction and bounds off into the wood. So I am injured, but she has run run off. And now I see um, this person that I was looking for, and I untie them, and they thank me and ask what I'm looking for. I explain to them that I am looking for... Uh, oh, and also I'm going to mark progress because I managed the next th- phase of this uh, quest was going to be um, was going to be uh, finding. So I have four out of ten on this quest now. And I have, um, I'm going to say the next phase, the next milestone of this quest is convincing them to actually come back to uh, learn under their... I'm going to say this is probably their... And um, so I talked to them and they say that they have heard a little bit about this situation but they're kind of reticent to accept this. They don't necessarily have anyone special, but they're still relatively young. and it, they, they feel strange um, just living outside and watching over a village instead of, you know, living a more regular life as an herbalist in this town. So I'm going to attempt to convince them that the proper course for them. So that is going to be... Uh, I am going to charm past. Pacif- I'm not threatening or lying. So I'm just basically going to um, spend some time talking about how... I worked with their uh, great aunt, and what a special, interesting woman she is, and the the purpose that she serves for this village, how she watches over them, how she helps them break curses and gives them advice to anyone that comes to them, and how this has been a boon to the community. I play up how much I learned from her weeks that I was going back and forth and gathering supplies for her, and I'm going to roll plus heart. So that is a 7, and my challenge dice are a 3 and a 10, so that's going to give me a weak hit on my compel. On a weak hit, um, they ask something of you in return. So um, I'm going to say we are going to gather enough supplies there. They want to at least talk to their aunt, but they need me to help them gather some supplies before they leave. So we are going to gather this drop it off before we head out on our back to fill in some more of this progress track. We're up to plus six. I could attempt to just say... Yeah, we're fulfilling this now and and let it roll. But I six, I'm not overly confident of. Even though I could cancel out a challenge, I I really don't want to risk it. So and I also am compelled to do this thing to get them so first before we do anything else with the actual for the quest. I think this is going to be more of a gathering security um, because we're basically using that information. There's not going to be a challenge to gathering the things, but we are going to have to investigate to find all the supplies that we need. So I am going to help them uh, hunt around and find the, these last bits of supplies. It's already snowed twice, so it's getting harder to, I am helping them with this. B e plus wits. Ooh, that's a four. My challenge dice are nine and a six. So I am going to spend my momentum and knock that back down to two and we'll cancel out. Doesn't matter. Um, we'll cancel out Impressive. So we got a weak hit on them. So on, on a weak hit, the implicates your quest or envision or intake So we find what we need. Momentum goes up to three. But uh I am going. Don't necessarily want another combat quite yet. I think we're just going to uh face danger. What we were looking for were uh Certain mushrooms that get treated in a special way, and they get tre- from for pers- medicinal purposes. But if they are not treated properly, they give off uh, damaging i mean to say the winter weather has already caused some of them to start giving off uh, damaging spores. So that's where um, we're going to have to deal with these. So this is going to be uh, facing danger with Endurance. So I'm going to roll plus I. It gives me a six, and that is an eight and a four. So that is a weak hit. You face I'm going to say Tired or Endure Harm. So that's going to move my health down by a one. And I'm going to roll, plus iron, because I know my health isn't higher than That's a seven, and a six, and a nine. So that's a weak hit. Endure harm. So that means basically the only consequence that I took was that uh, I took one hit to health. And I'm envisioning this, we're both looking around for these things, but we notice before we actually gather them that spores have probably... uh, fired off from some of the mushrooms. So in order to make sure that this relative is not harmed, I volunteer to go take it. And I go as far around to the outside as I can, but I still get some of these in my lungs. I'm coughing for quite a while, but I gather up what we need. So I have fulfilled that part of this, and we take everything that he has gathered back into town. People are really happy that um, he survived this journey We're in town. We're talking to people. He starts kind of telling them that maybe he's going to go visit... His aunt, he doesn't tell them he's going to leave forever, but he does make sure that everybody that needed the medicinal plants uh, have them and know what they're supposed to be doing with them. He talks to some of the other people that are a little bit interested in herbalism and tells them since he's going to be gone, they may want to uh, start keeping an eye on the supplies that he has in his house and using them. And reminding them where they can get things. Basically, he's getting them ready for him being gone, if he does decide to stay. Um, so I'm going to say this takes us like another another day or so in town. While this, and uh, so I think, um, while we're here in this town, after spending this much time here, I'm going to try and make a sojourn move. Um, also, um, I do now have a bond with the uh, previous village that I was in because I completed the quest of delivering the warlock here. And so I have two different bonds going on there. I have one with the uh, wise woman and one with town. And I'm going to attempt to show, sojourn here to kind of um, get used to this place, get them used to me, see if I can establish a bond. When you spend time in a community, roll plus heart. Oh, no, sorry. I, again, I do that again. Uh, sojourn is not what you create the bond. Forge a bond is what you, <laughs> you forge a bond with. Uh, when you spend significant time with a person or community stand together to face hardship, or make sacrifices for their cause, you can attempt to create a bond. So we're going to um, roll hearts. If you make this move after you successfully fulfill your vow to their benefit... I The quest that I actually completed by coming here was for the village, so I'm not going to count that in this instance. I haven't. They have seen me do things to fulfill vows, and they've seen me put myself in danger, but I haven't done it on their behalf. So, I'm going to say that it's not going to count that I fulfilled a vow for them. So, uh, this was plus heart. Ooh, man, I rolled low on that. So, that is a four, and a six, and a three. So, that's a weak hit. I believe I know what the, where this is heading. On a weak hit, they ask something more of you first, envision what it might be, do it, and mark the bond. If you refuse or fail, pay the price. they reject the price. Um, I'm going to say last time I took up another vow because I just wanted to get a few more vows going. In this case, I'm going to, um, I'm going to say that there's a, there's something they want me to do before I I leave. So we're going to spend an extra day in town and they are concerned about the Varu nearby especially since I, uh, once I provided that information. So they just want me to um, track around the outside of town just to see if if I can pick up whether there are signs that the Varu are camping nearby, what direction they might be in, just so that they can keep their people safe if they go out and hunt and forage near the uh, woods. So I am going to attempt to gather information to see if I can find signs of where the Varu are at and bring that back to the people in town. So... That is a 6 on my wits. A 10 and a 2. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say, obviously, I find these. I know what direction the community of Varu is at. I know exactly where to tell the villagers to avoid if they don't want conflicts with the Varu. But, um, uh, complicates your introduces and takes momentum. So I discover these tracks. I know where the Varu are located. I know exactly how to keep the people in town safe. But I run into... That same Varu again. Momentum's up to... Um... She is gone. Um... And I'm going to say, since, um... Opponents don't work the same way as... As player characters do, I'm going to say she wasn't so badly injured that, um... She hasn't been nursed back to health. So, with all of that nursing her back to health, she is now, um... She is now uh, ready to fight again, so she is still a dangerous foe, and I'm going to say this time, I think she surprises me, because I'm very intent on uh, searching for these tracks. I wasn't expecting her, so she will spring out of the woods and surprise me. So, ambushed. Roll plus wits. That is a nine. Uh, And that is a 5 and an 8 on the challenge dice. So she ambushes me, but I am prepared. So I take plus 2 momentum. So that made me back up to 6. And I have the initiative. So she has the drop on me, but she's a little bit too excited and she pounces too fast. And... I just happen to turn around at the right moment and see her and manage to get my fighting knives out before she tackles. Me. I have the and What I think I'm going to try and do in this case, because I want her to know I'm not an enemy, this could go badly, but I'm going to attempt to compel right off the bat to tell her to stand down. And whenever I, whenever I um, attempt to compel by embodying my wild nature... Uh, take plus one, and I will get plus one momentum on a hit. So basically, I am going to pull my knives out and point them at her as she is charging, and I am going to tell her that I defeated her one other time. I am not her enemy. She has no reason to fear for me, and I am just trying to keep the the humans in this town from crossing into the territory of the Varu, and if she doesn't stand down, I will teach her what it means to be defeated this time. So, um, to compel... And in this case, I am threatening. So I'm going to roll plus iron, but I get plus one because of that berserker trait that I took. So that gets me a six on the die. And that's a six and a nine on uh, on the challenge dice. I'm going to use my momentum to cancel out the six so that I at least get a weak hit. Because I kind of like the idea that I really don't want to fight this Varu. I really want to start making... Uh, making those uh, offerings towards getting the humans and the Varu to get along here. So I would rather this has some effect on her rather than us just diving back into a fight. Um, so on a weak hit, as above, they ask some in So I am going to, um, I'm going to say in this, yeah, that's, that's it. I'm going to, um, I'm going to face danger. She's going to ask me to perform this, uh, this ritual to show that we are not enemies. But this ritual involves some bloodletting on both of our parts. So I'm going to uh, face danger and perform this ritual to see if we show that we are not destined to hunt one. Uh, I'm going to say facing this case. Or no. No, it's with courage. So that is an 8. I challenge eyes are an 8 and a 5. So I got a weak hit. Uh, succeed, but face a troublesome. Um, I'm gonna say that I cut myself a little detended, so it's not just a simple blood ritual. I really gouged myself a little bit tended. Um so that's going to move my health down to zero, which is not great. Um, so I move my health down. Endure harm. Ooh, that's a five. But I got a 2 and a 1 on my challenge dice, so that's still a strong hit. A strong hit. uh, Shake it off if your health is greater than for negative 1 for 1 health. I will definitely do that. My momentum is down to 1, but um, my health is no longer at 0. And basically, um, I cut myself, and I don't expect this to happen. But where I cut myself, I keep bleeding, and I get really pale, and I almost pass out. And um, what's interesting about this is the uh, Varu is actually a little bit concerned about me because I was um, obviously still injured, and I was willing to undergo this ritual out in the wilderness, willing to bleed for her to show that I didn't want us to be enemies because I could have obviously just uh, stabbed her when she charged at me. And this makes an impression on her, and you leave friends. So not only have I scouted out the location of where the Varu are at, I specifically have a Varu contact that I'm on at least decent terms with. I mean, I stabbed her in the back and slashed her in the leg, but other than that, we're, we're friends now. Um, so I go back to town, and I tell them about this. I give them the name of the uh, Varu that I befriended. And I also tell them, you know, after discussing things with her, we know the territories that I can tell them to stay away from. So I now have a bond with this town after having helped them in that situation. So I have a bond with the village, with this town, and with the wise woman, and I am going to attempt to um, get this person back. I'm going to say the next milestone is just going to be traveling back to the And I'm going to say that's probably a troublesome journey. Um, It's not Super dangerous. I, I've been on this path before, but we're going to see how it goes. Um, and let's... Yeah, I think we... So um, we set off on this journey. I start talking to the wyvern. I start talking to the person that uh, that I'm taking on this journey. I tell them the issues that I had on on the way here initially. And I think before we even start the journey, to uh, I'm going to attempt to resupply. Actually, no. I'm, since I'm in town, I'm going to uh, sojourn. I'm going to uh, spend time uh doing since i spent the time uh scouting this area out i think and i have a bond with this probably so um we are going to roll plus heart and we get plus one because we have a bond so that is uh that is a 10. and so with a five and a one on the challenge dice i definitely get a strong hit there i spent enough time talking to people i have a good reputation here and now i've done something directly for them so with all of those things here i'm pretty friendly with a wide range of people in this town a strong hit your is me um uh... I am Recover. I'm going to take two health. So that moves me back up to three health. And I think I'm going to do uh, a provision. I uh, take two. So, um, yeah. So I'm back up to three health and I'm back up to five supply. So I'm feeling pretty good about this uh, this trip back. We're going to go ahead and start off on the journey. But since I have such high supply and I'm getting ready to undertake a journey, one hit to my momentum, to I mean, one hit to my supply, it takes me down to... But that allows me. So all of this is contingent, at least we'll see. Um, but I am planning on feeding my Wyvern and Solace in their company. And that's one of the. That is the only ability that it actually triggers for me, other than the fact that it likes me. So we'll see. Um, undertaking it's a troublesome. J- it is a roll plus. One. So that's a nine. And that is an 8 and a 1, so that is a strong hit. So yes, right off the bat, I'm going to spend the supply, give it to my wyvern, and move my uh, momentum up to 3. Because as we're journeying, I'm feeding him stuff, and he is kind of chirp hissing in my ear, and it's making me feel good, and I'm actually smiling for once, and I feel pretty good about this. A strong hit. Uh, You reach a waypoint, so uh, that means we're going to fill in 3. Yeah, I think I'm going to move my supply down 1. So we're down to three, but that to move momentum up to four. So first leg of this journey's been pretty good. Not too bad. And uh we keep pressing on. The wyvern has me in a good mood. Um we trade some stories between me and the, the relative. And the next leg of the journey, we get a uh an eight. And I get an eight to four for my challenge dice. It means I get a week. Reach a waypoint progress, but suffer a negative one. So I'm down to two supplies. But We mark even more progress. Hmm, so I'm thinking we've been traveling for a while. We may try to uh, resupply and make camp before we attempt this last leg of the journey. So um, I'm gonna roll plus wits to forage. That is a nine and a five and a one. So that is a strong hit. We're getting close to town. I've spent time in this area before, so I know what I'm looking for and where it's at. Take a plus two supply. And that night, we're going to formally roll a rest in several hours in wild fly. That supplies at four. That's a seven. as a two and a seven. So that's a weak hit when we make camp from this list. See, we're going to make at least one more. I think we're just going to take the uh, plus one on the last leg of the day. um We just spent some time talking. I sketch out what the last leg of this uh, journey to the village is going to look like. And that's basically what we spend the time talking about, what this last... Especially since um, the relative is probably really interested in this area. He hasn't lived in this uh, part of the north before. He hasn't really been outside of town. So I start telling him about the environs, which helps me to plan out that last leg. So now, let's make the last leg of the trip. Well, it won't necessarily be the last leg. We'll see when we make the uh, the roll for that. But once I hit 9, I'm going to try and end the... Uh, so... Oh, that was... That is only a 1. My woods are a 3. So that gives me a grand total of five because we spent time planning the journey as' not going to go. and that is a five and a ten so that means that I did not I got willy by a perilous Gucci let's see what happens on the here a new danger or is revealed yeah I think this would be a good time to have something wild jump out in it so um let's see. what see. is it? go have actually um we're going to say this is uh, I'm gonna say this is a raider but for our purposes of what we're doing here, It's going to be a dangerous fight, but it's actually, like, three bandits. They think they outnumber us, and so they're going to attempt to move in. And they have, like, grubby-looking spears and clubs. And they threaten us to give up everything we have as a value. And I see this glint in their eyes that tells me they're pretty dangerous. I don't want to kill them, but at the same time, I'm not going to let them threaten us. So I pull out my fighting knives. We are go down. I'm going to say... I'm going to say they did ambush us. So that's a five, and a two and a five. So I got a weak hit. So I am going to tell them all of that stuff, but I'm not gonna have the initiative. They managed to surround the camp, so all three of them are around us. The herbalist that I'm bringing back is not really a combatant, so I am surrounded by three. They have the but the momentum up to six from, uh, so I'm going to be fighting defensively at first. With the- I'm gonna make the uh, clash move here, which is more of the defensive fighting. So that is four plus my iron, so that's seven. Eight and a one, so I get a... So on a weak hit, I inflict my harm. So in this case, um, they are um, dangerous. box because of my knives. um, Because I have two progress per harm, and I do two harm because of my knife. So I fill in those four boxes, but um, I'm still fighting against three people. And they do two harm to me. So I am back down to one health. Endure harm move. Um... Oh, with my iron, that's a 9, and that is a 6 and a 2, so that is a strong hit. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. I'm going to uh, move my momentum down to 5 in order to move my health back up to 2. And basically the way I am envisioning is that they're poking at me with these spears and swinging this thing at me, and I fall down for a moment, and one of the spears kind of uh, grazes me. And it draws blood, but it also gets the adrenaline pumping. So now I kind of, like, get back up to my feet after this has happened. And I manage to, after I get back up on my feet, I I tackle one and knock them to the ground. And then I slash the other one in the arm. But I'm still caught between two of them, so they still have the initiative. So we are going to clash again. So um, that is a four plus my iron. So that is, again, a seven. And that is a two and a three. So that is a strong hit. So I'm going to say, I'm going to inflict one extra with that strong. Two, nine. And we're going to try and finish this fight. So basically now, um, I've been fighting defensively, waiting until the ones with spears jab me, and then the club will swing. I kind of go in, and I disarm the one of his club, and I break one of the spears. So there's only one that still has the spear there. And we're going to see how this fight ends. So it's a progress move. So that's a three and a seven against nine. So that's a strong hit. So basically, I disarmed one. I broke the other one's spear. Um, I have now drawn blood on all three of them. So, on the fight, on the foes, and on the fight, out of action, flee to the situation. And basically, I'm letting them flee. I'm telling them that it's, you know, it is not right to prey on your fellow you know, human being and that they're cowards for doing so. They could ask a community for their resources and see what they could do. For them instead of preying on them and they uh they run off into the wilderness so we have completed that challenge now and um i kind of catch my breath and uh bind my wound and we get ready to make the last leg of the uh, journey Um, so that is a nine for my wits and a 10 and a 1, so I still only get a weak hit on this last leg of the journey. Uh, or potentially, you reach your waypoint po- uh, but suffer a negative 1 supply, which is not terrible. Supply, and the journey is up to 9. I think I'm going to make the end the journey roll, and then we'll see exactly how we want to narrate this last part of... Um, reach your destination. Rolling progress die, 5 and an 8, so it is a strong hit. To make another, or take plus 1. You know what? I think... I think we're going to try and make camp one more time. Like, we're we're making good time, so we take a few hours to stop and rest. So we're going to make the uh, make camp move with a plus one bonus. So, uh, roll plus supply, so that'll actually be uh, plus four. That is a ten. And that's a four and an eight on the challenge die, so that is a strong hit to make camp. All right. Strong hit. So I am going to recuperate and move my health back up one to partake. Move my supply down. Supply is at two but my health is back up to four. I'm still not quite at 100% physically, but I think it's uh, it, it's Ross's lot to almost always have some minor injury somewhere um, because you know, it can be a rough and toiling life. So he moves into town. Um, so that is the next phase of the next phase of completing this. I at I'm thinking I want to try. And uh, make the progress move and see if this fulfills my vow. Um, So I think we're just going to bring him in town, uh, introduce him to some people, and tell them that I'm going to take him to the uh, woods to see his great aunt. Um, I'm not promising anything for him when I reach town, but I say hello to all the people that I've met in town. I'm a little bit more friendly with them than I was when I left. I was a little more, I was a little morose last time. Like I was getting along with them but I was in a sullen mood, and now I'm kind of feeling good. Like, I've been making some progress towards some things, and people might actually be noticing that I'm in a better mood, and my wyvern's not even hissing at people when they get close to him anymore. Um, so we're going to attempt to fulfill this vow. That is a 1 and a 5. So I got a strong hit for, um... Fulfill your vow. Strong hit. So this was dangerous. Um, quest 2 more X 4 XP that I have so far. And, um, now, um... Yeah, we have delivered the warlock to justice. We have brought the heir to her and he is enchanted enough with his great aunt that he is definitely going to stay here and learn some of her arts. And he may not make a decision immediately, but he definitely wants to learn from her. And that's all she really asks of me from here on. It's in her hands. So I have fulfilled this vow to bring her one of uh, her family line to pass on her information to. I say hello to everyone in town. I think I'm going to make a sojourn move before I head out, but after this, I think I'm going to be heading to a port town to start asking around about this this epic artifact quest that I have started. So I'm going to make my sojourn move now. All right, so I have a bond with the people here, and my heart is four, so that gives me a five bonus against a one, which (laughs) is a really sad six there. And my challenge dice are 6 and a 4. So that is a weak hit for my... So, so I get to... Ch- supplies it at 2. I actually... Um, what makes most sense is my spirit has been at 2 for most of this uh, this situation. So I'm going to bring that back up to 3. Because I am starting to feel better about everything. And... Um, oh yeah, I got a weak hit. So that's all I got. So yeah, um, I don't really resupply or anything. But I'm feeling better because I'm talking to people. I'm seeing the positive impact I'm making. I'm actually seeing that I have... Friends, and that is heartening. But now I have an epic quest that I undertook. I need to find out how these artifacts are destabilizing the world and what kind of cataclysm that they might, might cause and uh, undo the harm that this warlock has done without even realizing what he has done. So I'm going to head to um, this port city as the first leg of this uh, epic journey. And I'm going to say it's at least a dangerous journey because. Um, it's going to have to be longer than traveling back and forth between the town and the village. So I start heading out for this port city that's a little bit past where the town is at. And we are going to prepare to undertake this. So, let's clear off all of my tracks that I have filled. And, um, yes... So we are heading out from a town where I already have a bond. That gives me a plus one to start off on this. And since it's going to be a dangerous journey, um, we're going to fill in two boxes at a time when we're actually successful. So I start heading out for the coast. roll plus wits with a bonus of plus one. So that is four, five, six. And that is a five and a ten. So that was a weak hit to get going. So the nice thing is it doesn't go great, but at least I didn't have a... uh, a winter storm or a bridge that I fell through on the very first leg of this journey. Um, so I'm going to first mark two sets, two boxes here on this progress. And after marking uh, those two, I am also going to... What? Supplies are down to one. I think we're going to scavenge around a little bit and see what happens and see if something dangerous happens to me while I'm scavenging. So that is a seven for my uh, kind of four and a 10. Um, I think... I think we're going to move my momentum down to three and move my supply up to five. I think this is an epic quest, so I really do um, want to make sure that I'm doing this right. So I think I'm also going to make camp again. Um, oh, and I'm going to spend supply, because I had a positive hit on my journey, to move that month one, because I have the companions of my wyvern. So while I'm feeding it, I'm enjoying its company. So... Uh, might as well take advantage of that Oh so my supply is actually at four now instead of five but i am back up to five moment because the the wyvern having a pet keeps you in good spirits even if it is a tiny dragon with a stinger going in your um so now let's make camp. so our supplies are at plus four that's a five wow that is a three and a seven so that's only a Let's see, my health is at four, my spirit is still at three. So I think, um, I think we're going to move my spirit back up because I want everything to be full. We don't know even where this uh, quest is going to lead us right now. We just know there's a bunch of artifacts that could potentially end the world. So I think I want to spend some time psyching myself up that I'm going to save the world and that it's not going to end. So um, I talk to my wyvern a lot, to my spirit. Uh, I tell him some stories that I knew as a child of some, and I let him kind of, Coo and hiss uh, supportively as we're uh, telling these stories to and telling these stories to one another. His his stories are, uh, <laughs> but I listen intently for those hisses and ascribe them great meaning. So uh, while we're doing that, uh, make the next leg of our journey. So we've only got two progress so far. Um, we keep heading for the coast. Ooh, that is a four. This could be a rough trip. That's a six and a ten. So we'd got no progress on that trip. So on uh, or on a waylaid by a perilous of the oracle. Yeah, we'll move we'll move resources down. To th- it makes sense. I don't necessarily. I'm going through supplies faster than I expected because I haven't gone down to the core. And as I start counting up the supply, I realized maybe I need to uh, reevaluate how much we carried with us. And I get ready for the next leg of the the trip. So um good that is a nine a five and a seven so that is a strong hit now as we travel down to the coast so we're going to fill in two more boxes as we fill in those two more boxes yeah five and you know what we haven't lost any extra supplies so i'm thinking that now that i realize the mistakes that i made i am portioning things out a little bit better we keep heading to the coast so that is a five a ten and a three so that is a weak hit for this next leg more boxes yeah, for negative one supply, we're down to two supply, so I think we're going to scavenge four, so we're going to supply again. Ooh, that is only a three. Seven and a nine. Uh, on a miss, uh, you find price. Um, I think I'm getting a little bit worried. I, I think I'm going to move this to endure stress because I haven't really endured any stress this session so far, and it was low for a really long time. I think um, I thought I was doing a better job. Uh, portioning all this stuff out. We're still not at the coast. I'm getting frustrated. I know that this should lead around to the coast, and I should know the wilderness better than this, so I think this is a perfect time for me to endure stress. So, um, I'm going to take and take a point of stress hit, so I move back down to three. Spirit or, spirit or heart. So heart is always going to be... So that is a six. And two fives, so I actually managed to get a strong hit. I start falling into this despair again. A strong hit, shake it off. I am going to... Um, move my momentum down to f- and move that spirit back up to f- I realize that I need to be I need to remember all the lessons that I've learned when I when I take the long view I am more successful than when I push ahead forward and I've been learning that and I need to keep reminding myself that I've already learned this lesson just like in real life sometimes you learn a lesson but in the moment you forget it and I take some time I pet the wyvern and take a deep breath and we keep moving down towards the coast so that is a 7 and a nine and a three so that is it so that will give us two more i'm at nine so i think we're going to attempt to end and a. my supplies are down to one. This is a good time to have supplies go down to one because if i end the journey successfully i'll have a town that i can sojourn so we'll see how this goes um ooh. Wow, that was really close. That was a 9 and an 8. I almost didn't end this journey successfully after having the track filled out to 9. So that a- actually ends up only being a weak hit to uh, end up this journey. We'll reach your destination. We'll arrive, but face an... Um, I'm going to roll on the Oracle and see. If you don't like it, we'll find something else for It is harmful. Um, we've already had Snowstorm. We have already had multiple combats this session. What other way could we suffer harm? I am thinking that, um... I come, up to, um, I come up to this town, and it is a port city. And I'm going to say the way the snow has been blowing, I don't realize that the area that I'm walking over is actually uh, covered over ice. So I'm actually walking on thin ice as I am coming into this town, so there's a possibility of me falling through the ice and chilling myself to the bone. That's that's the danger that I didn't realize. I'm out here on this ice, I step through the snow in a few cases, and then I hear cracking. Oh, speed, agility, or precision to get off of this ice while it is cracking... And, um, so that is Edge. Um, that is a 6 plus 2 for my Edge. And two ones for my challenge dice. So, even though Edge is not one of my best stats, um, I hear this cracking and I jump off of the ice and scramble towards the, uh, scramble towards what I know is solid land. I'm successful and I take one moment. So I don't end up taking any harm from that, but it was... It was a little scary there for me. So I come into town. I realize that I kind of made a mistake the direction I went. I circle back around and I end up not falling through the ice and arriving in town and talking to all of the people. My initial thing that I need to do. Oh, and because I have made it on the first leg of my quest, and this is an epic quest, I mark a single line in the first box. So I got a long way to go to fulfill this. But I have made progress. Um. So I think in this case, Oh, and also I do want to... I'm going to keep track of this as um, two separate things. And I had a failure in the course of this, so I take one point of failure. If I fail ten times trying to complete this uh, this quest, uh, then... The end of the world happens, and I know this campaign ends. So <laughs> this is, this is going to be rough. This might actually be the end of the world because there's a, a good chance for an epic quest that I will get 10 failures before I finish. The. Um, basically what it is on the newer character sheets that they have available for iron, they have a spot where you uh, mark that as a limiter on the top of the boxes as you're filling them out. So that an alternative way of knowing how things resolve. So I'm going to be using that. for. um, So I I mark that single line as I made it into town. But I had a failure on the way in for this waypoint. So I mark that. And so uh, I think I'm going to sojourn. I'm going to resupply before I start asking around about the magical artifact that may have been stolen from this port. So I'm going to roll plus heart. I don't have a bond here. But that is still a 7. No. Ugh. No. Do math better. That is a 9. That is an 8 and a 2. So that is a strong hit to Sojourn. So um, I'm going to get to pick two things. Uh, I'm going to move my supply up to, And I think I'm going to max out my health. Spirit at 4 is not... So I resupply and I take some time to uh, recuperate at, we're going to say... There is a small uh, inn in this place, so I'm going to spend some time in that inn binding my wound. And I finally feel about as healthy as I have ever felt. People give some weird cross-eyes to my wyvern because this is a, this is even bigger than the town was, and it's a little strange to uh, see someone traveling around with a wyvern, even if it's a uh, young one. So I get some weird looks, but overall, um, I managed to recuperate at the end. I'm feeling pretty good about myself. And I pick up some more supplies. So now... I think we're going to wrap this up with me asking about this, uh, uh, about this artifact that I know that the, that the, uh, warlock has stolen from this town so that I can start putting all of these right. So we're going to roll a gather information. Um, so that's a five and a seven and a six. So that is a failure. All I had to do was gather information, but I already have a failure for this first box. So that is, that is my limiter here too, is that, um... For all of these these things that I can fail, I can also fast. So, uh, gather investigation as a dire threat or quest. Um, we're going to look at the Oracle one more time, because this is going to basically be setting up our next session of this. Uh, let's see what kind of misfortune I have stumbled. I think what is stressful here is that there is another, another um, sorcerer that has been looking for this artifact, and he hears me asking about it. So I have not found out about this artifact yet but the sorcerer is now on my trail and i may have to deal with them before i can move on and deal with this sinister practitioner of magic that may not have my best interest at heart before i can eat more about this so i think at that point we're going to um wrap this up but i'm going to spend um the experience that i got here so far i got four let's see what we want uh can add a new asset or upgrade an asset i think we're going to upgrade so um, we're going to spend two of those for ex- two experience, and our Wyvern picks up Indomitable. When you make a companion endure harm move for your Wyvern, add plus two and take plus one momentum on a hit. Um, I still don't want to put him in danger, but I do want to keep building this bond because um, I-, I want to get to Savage where um, you strike by commanding your Wyvern to attack. Uh, so because that's the case i'm going to advance it to indomitable next and we may have a few situations where the wyvern steps in and tries to take some injury without necessarily being a combatant we will see but i am greatly valuing my uh so yeah i'm going to uh advance that one and um actually i i that only cost two to advance that so i might advance one uh yeah i think i'm going to take uh phase two of berserker too which is when you strike or clash by unleashing your rage Uh, inflict plus one harm on the hit and then either push yourself by enduring harm or lose yourself by enduring I think that's good because that gives me a reason to still play with the stress mechanic while I am also in battle and I kind of like having that extra access uh, access to um to access when i am resolving these things so yeah i am going to advance my berserker trait and my wyvern asset and that's where we're going to go next time and next time um i'm going to say basically we close this one on me resting at the inn, feeling better than ever a little consternated that i asked some people in town and nobody knows anything but then we cut to an alleyway behind me a hooded figure and deep in the recesses of their hood, their eyes are glowing and they are watching me from a distance. And neither I nor my wyvern realize that they are carefully following. So next time around, we're going to deal with this dark magician catching up. Um, thank you for listening to this. This is my second playthrough of Iron Sworn. We're going to see where Ross's journeys continue to take him. And um, I'll be looking forward to hearing any input that anybody has for the series. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this session. Please check out all of the wonderful articles on Gnomes Stew, including my review. Additionally, feel free to check out my blog at whatdoiknowjr.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Jr. Thank you for your time, and I hope you'll be listening again.